0: This is The Jump Pass. I am your host, Ryan, and in this episode, we're going to talk about these rumors, man, rumors, rumors, rumors about, you know, the Titans and what they're going to do at quarterback. And, you know, I got a theory. I think uh, you will want to hear it. And I will tell you why I think that the well, well, I will tell you why, um, you know, some of the rumors could be true. Um, I could tell you the reason why I think the Titans should make a move at quarterback pretty much, you know, it's going to be the same reasons everybody else has said, you know, in regards to, you know, moving on with Tannehill, you got, you maximize what you had with Tannehill, things of that nature. But I, I give it my own, you know, spin as to why I think the Titans should move on from Ryan Tannehill. Also, I'm going to tell you why, the Titans hire Tim Kelly. Of course, this was a move that happened last week, but I want to tell you why the hiring of Tim Kelly was an ego move by the Titans. And I have an analogy. I have an analogy that kind of describes the Tennessee Titans as an organization and the reason they made a move like hiring Tim Kelly. And then, you know, we're going to talk about more stuff as we go along. But of course, Again, this is The Jump Pass. I'm your host, Ryan Harris. And this episode is brought to you by the Titan Upload Network, which is the network where we keep things real, we keep it right, and we keep it raw. So I want to talk about Titans Rossi's tweet. And, you know, Titans Rossi, shout out to Titans Rossi, uh, one of the colleagues of the Titan Upload Network. And basically, this is what we got from... Our insider, James, again, by the Titan of Low Network, shout out to James and all the work he has done. So this tweet was on Valentine's Day, and basically he said that there's been news circulating all day about Ryan Tannehill possibly going to the Jets. And basically the Jets are willing to trade two 2023 draft picks for him. And take on his full contract. And they said that basically the talks are ongoing. So my first initial thought is this trade is if these reports are exactly true, not, you know, not questioning James's sources, of course. But if that is the conversation that's really been going on, what the hell the Titans are waiting for? What is going on? You mean to tell me that the Jets are going to give me give the Titans? Two draft picks for Ryan Tannehill and take on his salary, which is about a 30 plus million dollar salary. The full salary, not a percentage of the salary, not half of the salary, the entire salary. What the hell the Titans are waiting for? And also, number two, what is the catch? Because to me, this is sound like a fleece job that the Titans are doing right now. You mean tell me I get two draft picks and I give I give away Brian Tannehill? That means I get more draft picks to use maybe as collateral with the Chicago Bears and get a quarterback for the first overall pick. Could be Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, whoever. And I could and I can get rid of this salary in which John Robinson screwed up on by restructuring it so he can trade a mid-round draft pick for Julio Jones. Who did absolutely nothing for the Titans, I say, do it. <laughs> what are we waiting for? What is the catch? When James when James, our insider, said this in our in our group discussion, in our group chat, where he's, you know, when he's, you know, got conversations from his sources. I was like, what the hell the Titans are waiting for then? That was, I'm like, this is like the best case scenario if you're the Tennessee Titans, because that was my biggest concern. Cause I was like, you're almost forced to stay with Tannehill based on the fact that you've got this large contract. If you move on from Tannehill, then you have to make a, de- a quick decision at quarterback because you got a big void there. Only, I mean, only quarterback that's under contract technically is really Malik Willis. And unfortunately for Malik, He has not shown that he can take over and be the starter yet. I understand the situation. I understand he had a terrible play call. I understand the players around him were pretty much subpar, to say the least. But in three stars, he did not crack 100 yards passing. And that's for the entirety of a game, not a half, not a quarter, but the entirety of a game. And I was thinking that it was really the system, but it's really Malik Willis too in a way, because Dobbs comes in, he's throwing for he threw for at least two hundred yards in both of his starts. So, get rid of Tannehill without no plan, is not a smart it's not a smart decision. And of course, we got the rumors with Derek Carr. Possibly, you know, picking the Titans as a destination along with some other teams. Do I want Derek Carr as a Titan? Absolutely not. And let's talk about that right now. Let's talk about Derek Carr. Before I get in a little bit more into Tannehill's situation, let me, let's me let talk about Derek Carr. Let me give you the pros and cons of having Derek Carr as a Tennessee Titan. The only pro that I can think of, is help, besides the fact that it would be a cheap contract, Or cheaper than Tannehill is the fact that it could possibly open up the idea of having Devontae Adams as a Tennessee Titan. Because the only reason why Devontae Adams became a Las Vegas Raiders um, wide receiver is for two reasons. One, he got paid. And number two, Derek Carr was his quarterback. Now that Derek Carr is no longer the quarterback, Devontae Adams, if he can't get Aaron Rodgers to the Raiders, which I don't think that's going to happen, but that just, that's neither here nor there, and that's another topic. If he can't get Aaron Rodgers to be the quarterback, he might want to leave the Vegas Raiders because that's not, that's not something that he signed up for. He came to the Raiders knowing that, A, he was going to get paid the money that he felt like he deserved. I think he deserved as well because he's a top five wide receiver, really top two or three, and B, he knew... Who the quarterback was, and he has a great relationship with. But that's the only pro of having Derek Carr as a Tennessee Titan. You get him, you gotta figure out a way to get Devontae Adams in there too. It's a package deal, but no Devontae Adams, no Derek Carr. I don't even wanna entertain that. And here's some of the cons about Derek Carr Number one, he hasn't had that much success, he's been to the playoffs twice in his professional career one of those times he didn't even start that playoff game due to injury remember 2016 he broke his leg against Indianapolis Um, that was the same day that Mariota who's then the quarterback of the Tennessee Titans he broke his fibula he broke his leg they both broke their leg at the same day basically three hours apart this happened on 2016 on Christmas Eve. I remember that. It was the Titans. The Titans were in a playoff you know, hunt. or in the playoff hunt. They were going against the Jaguars. All they had to do beat the Jaguars. All they had to do beat the Jaguars and the Texans. And you were get to the playoffs. And Mariota got hurt, and that pretty much ended a whole playoff host for the Titans. Meanwhile, the Raiders, they were already a playoff team. Derek Carr is playing MVP-level football. And then he breaks his leg, and that pretty much, that was it. That was it for really for the Raiders' season. That was pretty much it. But going back to Derek Carr, hasn't had the, the success. If you're going to go from Ryan Tannehill to Derek Carr, you it's a downgrade to me. It's a downgrade. Another kind of Derek Carr being a Tennessee Titan is the fact that he's coming off his worst year of his career. Look at Derek Carr's stats. Ugly. He threw the ball. I mean, he completed what? 60% of his passes? That's not, that's below league average. Derek Carr was basically a bottom five QB uh, this past year. Before he got benched for the last couple of games, he led the league in interceptions. He was right up there with Dak, leading the league in interceptions. Now, is it because. Josh McDaniels was the coach because let's let's be honest, Josh McDaniels is developing that reputation of he can't he's not really the quarterback whisperer that everybody's you know giving him that title because other than Brady, his resume for development quarterbacks is not good. He didn't he didn't work out with Sam Bradford, Cal Orton. He drafted Tim Tebow uh, first in the first round. That's his resume. That is his resume minus Tom Brady. So it could be it could be Josh McDaniels, but this is a what have you done for me lately league, and based off this past year, this past season, Derek Carr is a bottom five QB. Or at least he played like a bottom five QB, and that's. And that's no excuse because look who the weapons he had. Now, granted, Hunter Winfrow missed a lot of time. Darren Waller pr- practically missed the entire year. He basically had Devontae Adams. He did have the leading rusher this year and Josh Jacobs. So he still had enough capable weapons to be able to not put the numbers he put up. It, it should have been better than that. So, to me, I feel like if you're going to get Derek Carr, you're getting Derek Carr at where his value is at his lowest. And then it goes up to reason number three why I don't think Derek Carr is a great fit for the Titans. He's 31 years old. Now, 31 is not too old for a quarterback. But I have sat here on this show and criticized a divisional rival for doing the exact same thing that the Titans would do if they made this decision, getting has-been quarterbacks. And the division rival I'm talking about is the Indianapolis Colts. Look what the Colts have done since Andrew Luck threw, the, threw those deuces at them because he was tired of getting hurt. Phil Rivers, Carson Wentz, now Matt Ryan. They realizing. in that ain't working. And now finally the Colts being smart for the first time in about 4 years or really more than that if you count the years that they basically neglected Andrew Luck's health, for the first time they actually are going to get a QB. It's pretty much almost certain. They're going to get a QB. Look what the Titans if the Titans do that, look what the Titans are done. You're going to go from Brian Tannehill to Derek Carr, you're no different than the Indianapolis Colts. When Ryan Tannehill came to the Titans, people thought Tannehill was done in this league, done. He didn't come to the Titans to be the to be the starter. I mean, eventually he ended up being the starter because Mariota played so bad, but he came in as the backup. The Titans got Ryan Tannehill at a at, at his lowest moment. It, if the Titans make this move for Derek Carr, we're getting Derek Carr at his lowest moment. So those are some of the pros and cons of Derek Carr. Jimmy Garoppolo is the same thing. The only pro that I can think of of getting somebody like Jimmy Garoppolo, because that's been the rumor too, is Rand Cardon knows Jimmy G. And knows what kind of quarterback he is. But I wouldn't trust that though because it leads me to my cons. Jimmy G is always hurt. Very inconsistent, just like Tannehill. Tannehill is pretty inconsistent at quarterback as well. Jimmy G always hurt, and that's not good, especially for a quarterback, an older quarterback in their dirt, in in his thirties. And I just don't trust Jimmy G in big games. The Niners have won games in spite of Jimmy G. The Titans will have to do the exact same thing if Jimmy G is the quarterback. I mean, they've done it with Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill has had bad games, and the Titans have won in spite of Ryan Tannehill, especially in the playoffs. So do you, are we, we're basically cutting Ryan Tannehill to sign another Ryan Tannehill. That's pretty much it. But, yeah, I, I, going back to Ryan Tannehill, it's time to move on. I know a lot of Titans fans like, oh, give it a chance, put some weapons around, do this, do that. Ryan Tannehill has shown you what kind of quarterback he is. He's a very solid quarterback in the regular season. But when it's when it's time to step up and be a quarterback and make big plays, he has shown you the last two home playoff games. 2020 against the Ravens, 2021 against the Cincinnati Bengals, he has shown you that he He does not have the capabilities to get, to get it done when it matters the most. And he's not the only quarterback that's like this, but he does belong in that group. Same thing with Kirk Cousins. Same thing with Dak Prescott. These guys, they put up great regular seasons. When it's time to play in the playoffs against better competition, they wet the bid. It is what it is. Some quarterbacks are clutch. Some quarterbacks are not clutch. Unfortunately, Tannehill is in the not clutch category as far as postseason play. It is what it is. But 2020 against the Ravens, 2021 against the Bengals, he has shown you that we we need a little bit more from the quarterback position. People like to blame the offensive coordinator. People like to blame Arthur Smith. He blames Ty Downing. How many offensive coordinators are you going to blame until you get to the point that it ain't really just the play call? Maybe, maybe look at your quarterback. Don't fall for the J. Culler BS. And When I said J. Culler, a lot of Bears fans used to say that same BS about J. Culler. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's Lovey Smith. It ain't Jay Cutler. Oh, it's Mark Trestman. It ain't uh, Jay Cutler. It's John Fox. It's not Jay Cutler. How many coaches got to get fired before you realize, like, this, this dude sucks? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, Tim Kelly's the offensive coordinator, and I'm getting to Tim Kelly in just a moment. If Tannehill has a, you know, a 15-touchdown, 10-interception season, who you going to blame? Tim Kelly? We're gonna blame to Kelly. How many offensive coordinators have to be fired before we realize that it's not just the play call, he's part of the problem, but he ain't the problem. You gotta look at t- you gotta look at quarterback as well. Just saying. And look, I don't hate Ryan Tannehill. This is not a Ryan Tannehill slander episode. It's really not. Is these are just what these are the cards that we have been dealt with for the last couple of years. Look at the AFC. Mahomes just won a second Super Bowl. Shout out to the Chiefs. Just won their second Super Bowl. In five seasons that he's been the quarterback, Mahomes has been the three Super Bowls, two-time NFL MVP, two-time Super Bowl champ, two-time Super Bowl MVP. Look at Josh Allen. People like the slander Josh Allen. Josh Allen is a lot of – court. there's a lot of teams in the National Football League. Josh, If Josh Allen got cut tomorrow – I guarantee you have the lead over half the lead will try to get Josh Allen. Joe Burrow is what five and two in the playoffs? Joe Burrow last year won as many games as Ryan Tannehill in the playoffs. All of the elite quarterbacks in the AFC are 27 and younger. Ryan Tannehill right before the season started, Ryan Tannehill. Was the second oldest starting quarterback in the AOC behind Matt Ryan. He will be 35 before the season starts. Coming from a season in the high ankle sprain injury, and he has a 30 plus million dollar cap hit from a cap stricken team. Make the move, Tennessee. Tennessee Titans, front office, has to make this decision and cut bait with Tannehill. Hell, the Jets. Are giving you according to this according to the reports, the Jets are giving you draft picks because they're so desperate at quarterback. Zach Wilson sucks. I don't blame the Jets for trying to explore other options. Now they're trying to get. Of course, they've been tied to Aaron Rodgers and and Jimmy uh, Jimmy Garoppolo as well. I don't think they're going to get Aaron Rodgers. That's just my opinion. They're going to try, but. I'm not sure if I'm not sure they're gonna get Aaron Rodgers. Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't think they're gonna get Jimmy Garoppolo either. I know there's that's the their first choice is definitely Aaron Rodgers, but this but I don't think that's gonna work out. Ryan Tannehill, I mean, Ty Down is there, which it still blows my mind that he has a job, that he got a job a month later after he got fired. Blows my mind. It really blows my mind that he got a job before John Robinson did. I thought both of them would be unemployed for the twenty twenty three season. Daniel Hackett, he got fired what in November, after what after the Thanksgiving holidays, and he gets a job. He gets the job as offensive coordinator two months later, what three months later. So the Jets, I mean, if if Tennessee does not make if this if these reports. Are a, a thousand percent accurate, which I truly believe they are, because James has been spot on with all of his reports and you know and his collaboration with his sources. Times you got to make the move, make this move, make it happen. But we'll definitely will see. You know, it's going to be a very interesting off season, and it's already it's already spicy. Offseason already spicy. We're only a few days in. It's already spicy. So I can't wait to see what really happens with this situation and what the Jets are going to do. But yes, if the Titans, if I'm getting two draft picks for Ryan Tannehill and you're going to, and you want to take on his salary, which I probably would do that if I'm on the other side because it's only a year. Didn't do it. Do it, Titans. Make the trade happen so we can move on and uh, basically get an idea of what we're trying to do at quarterback. Because right now, if we keep Tannehill, we probably win enough games to make the playoffs. And that's pretty much it. But if we have a plan at quarterback, you know, get a quarterback for the future, 2023. Probably most likely, you know, we might not be a contender in 2023, but it ain't just about 2023 contending. It's about contending for 2024, 2025, 2026, etc. So, Titans, please make the move, or you know, think about it. Don't if the if the Jets are giving you the opportunity to move on from a quarterback by taking on the salary plus, you're gonna get two draft picks. I don't see what the issue is. Make the move. All right, so let's talk about Tim Kelly's hire. I know I'm a little bit late on this, but I really want to kind of give my thoughts and share my thoughts about this move. Um, it was a very uninspiring move. Do I hate the hire? No. Do I love the hire? No. I'm pretty. I'm pretty meh about it. I'm pretty content about it. This move only shows me how egotistical the Titans are as an organization. It has nothing to do with the players. It has to do with your head coach. Mike Vrabel is a egotistical asshole. This is not a bad thing. Not not really that much of a bad thing. But Mike Vrabel is an egotistical a-hole. What they did was... The Titans went back to what they are used to, being being comfortable, being accepting to mediocrity. I'm not saying that this is what's going to happen going forward because I don't have the script. I don't have the NFL script for the Titans. I wish I did, though, because if I knew if the Titans were going to suck in 2023 or not watch any, it would kind of waste my time. It would not, you know, I won't have to waste my time watching some of the games. I could just record them and just watch them later. But Tim Kelly being the offensive coordinator at the BND, I guess you could say the passing coordinator or the passing coach, whatever you want to give that title to our offense that was bottom five in the league. Very uninspiring, very uninspiring. Did not like the move, but this is Mike Vrabel's kind of flexing his muscles and saying, hey, trust me on this. I know Tim Kelly is the, and this is his words, the perfect fit. But this move kind of reminds me of something. It kind of reminds me of this. Fellas, Then this is for my male listeners. Have you ever been in a situation where you dated the same kind of woman? where? You know, you you know, it's a certain kind of woman that you dated, you know, a sophisticated woman, career driven woman, made a lot of money, goal oriented. But she doesn't she didn't cook. She didn't clean. She don't listen to you. She just only wants your money. She only wants to, you know, go shopping sprees or, you know, just only want to spend money on herself and don't even care about the emotional being of a relationship, and you dated a whole bunch of women that is just like that. And then all of a sudden, there's a different kind of woman that comes along, and you have a great conversation with her. You know, she can cook, she can clean, she listens to your problems, she she's interested in your goals. She, you know, she wants to help you achieve those goals, but you're scared to commit to her because that's not the kind of woman that you're used to being with used to being with that sophisticated one because that's where you're comfortable with. This is exactly the same thing that the Titans did by hiring Tim Kelly. Instead of trying something new that could, you know, modernize the offense, wait for Eric the enemy. Try to get a Kellen Moore. You said, nah, I like the way our offense is done. I like our 28 ranked offense just fine. So let's get somebody that represented that 28 brain offense and get Tim Kelly comfortable. Titans made a comfortable move, just like fellas with they, a woman that they are comfortable with, regardless of how they treat them. Comfortability. Sometimes you have to be uncomfortable to get comfortable, and that's not just in life, but that's also in sports as well. You got to be in an uncomfortable position to get comfortable later. Do I think Airbnb could have been perfect for the Titans? Absolutely. Do I think Keller Moore could have been perfect for the Titans? Absolutely. Anybody that's outside of the Titans organization could have been good for the Titans? Absolutely. I I mean, it's it's worth a shot. It's worth a shot. But the Titans are used to being comfortable. They're used to playing the safe. And this was the definition of playing it safe. Do so I think Tim Kelly could, could be a good offense coordinator? Hell, I hope so. And for Mike verbal say I hope he is too. Because in my opinion, if Tim Kelly does not work out, if he does not improve his offense from being 28 to at least league average, at minimum league average, Mike Vrabel needs to be evaluated as head coach for the 20, after the 2023 season. Because to me, Tim Kelly is just the at least he's better than tie down and move. And I've said on a previous episode of my podcast, I did not want an offensive coordinator to be just better and Ty down. Because to me, you're setting the bar very, very low for your next offensive coordinator. So I hope that Tim Kelly does work out. Oh, And for Mike Vrabel's case, I hope it works out for him. Because if he does not work out, Mike Vrabel, as much as he don't like to face the media and answer and answer tough questions from Paul Karharsky and Teron Davenport and Teresa Walker and Buck Rising and all those people out there in mainstream media, he's gonna have to answer some some tough questions. Because one of those, one of those media members, most likely it'll probably be Paul uh Kaharski or it's gonna be T D, one of them two is gonna ask that tough question like. What did you see in Tim Kelly that made you believe that this offense was going to be significantly better than they were in 2022? Those those are the questions that you don't want to answer. But, yeah, you know, hopefully, like I said, hopefully Tim Kelly works out, and we'll see. We'll see. Some some people in the Titans uh, fan base like him, some don't. I'm counting in the middle. We'll see. hopefully he passes the ball more. Hopefully, he passes on first down or he does so like I said, we'll see. all right y'all that is going to do it for this episode of the jump pass thank y'all so much for tuning in, listening to me and of course, this episode as well as all episodes for you know since October have been brought to you by the Titan of low network, of course. You can follow me at Brian Harris662 on Twitter. You can follow the jump pass at the jump pass TN on Twitter as well. And make sure y'all follow my colleagues at the at the Titan Up Low Network. Of course, Titan Up Low, Titans Rossi, Mike from the Power Hour. Of course, I draft expert Brian, which I will eventually trying to find a perfect time to bring him onto the show. And also, I'm going to bring in James, our insider, onto the show as well very, very soon. So be on the lookout for those future episodes. But in the meantime, y'all stay safe. Tell someone you love them and do one thing for me, tighten up. Y'all have a great day.